This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Good morning. This is Sport Today, your weekday sports news podcast that puts you ahead of the game. I'm Sam Ferris. And I'm Lucy Walken. It's Monday, the 19th of September. In your sport today, Patrick Cripps wins the Brownlow medal. The rugby league prelims are locked in. Australia are through to the Davis Cup quarters. And Bex doesn't bend the Queen's queue. This is your sport today. We're starting the week with AFL and last night, Carlton midfielder Patrick Cripps won the Brownlow medal as the league's fairest and best player of the season. Loose Cripps was a bit of a surprise winner in one of the closest medal counts in recent years. Yeah, it all came down to the final round. It was so exciting. And going into that final round, there were actually four players in with a shot of winning. Cripps, Lockie Neal from Brisbane, Fremantle's Andrew Bradshaw, and Tuke Miller from the Gold Coast. Bradshaw and Miller didn't get a vote in the final round, so they were ruled out. Neal polled one vote in the Lions' loss to the Demons to go too clear of Cripps. But in the final round, Cripps put in a performance for the ages in Carlson's heartbreaking one-point loss to Collingwood. And you have to remember, Cripps was actually ruled out of the final two rounds with suspension, but had his ban for rough conduct overturned by the appeals board. Cripps polled the maximum three votes in the last round to take his tally to 29, one clear of the favourite Neil, and he won his first Brownlow medal. He sure did, and he spoke really well when he was accepting the award. Uh, He could have a few beers last night because Carlton aren't in the AFL Grand Final, but we know the Cats and the Swans are after wins in their preliminary finals on the weekend. Loose, you're a Swans fan. You got any fingernails left after they scraped through against Collingwood? Oh, that was one of the most stressful afternoons of my (laughs) life. I didn't start celebrating until I knew the siren had sounded. (laughs) So stressful. And the Swans started the match on a 26 to nil run and the league got to 36 points early in the third quarter but as we know the pies haven't quit all year so as a Swans fan I wasn't counting any chickens the pies <laughs> kicked three goals late in the fourth quarter to cut the lead to three points they then forced two rush behinds to make it a one point game and that's where the match ended which is good news for most of the 45,000 fans at the MCG and most importantly my heart <laughs> the Swans will play the Cats on Saturday. Geelong beat Brisbane by 71 points at the MCG. So it'll be first versus third in the granny. So many amazing games in the final series this season. It's hard to pick a best one, but geez, that Swans Pies game's got to be up there. The grand final this Saturday starts at 2.30pm Australian Eastern Standard Time. It's back at the MCG. We'll preview it on Friday's show, so stay tuned for that one. Today's trivia question brought to you by the Footy Live app. Who was the last Carlton player to win the Brownlow medal? Luce, give us a clue. Well, he actually started his career at the West Coast Eagles. Oh, good clue that one, Luce. Uh, find out the answer at the end of the show. Switching codes to Rugby League, there are only four teams left in the NRL and NRLW comps. Uh, Luce, let's start with the men. We've got two big preliminary finals coming up this weekend. 
Yeah, it's a great time of year to be a footy fan. So much finals action. And last Friday night, the Eels were too good for the Raiders. They won 40 to 4. So they'll play North Queensland in Townsville this Friday night. Then on Saturday, South Sydney's dream run continued. They beat Cronulla 38 to 12 to knock the Sharks out in straight sets. The Rabbitohs now play the Panthers on Saturday night at Olympic Stadium in Sydney. And in the NRLW, Brisbane have missed out on the finals for the first time in the comps history. So it'll be the Roosters playing the Eels and the Knights playing the Dragons in the two preliminary finals. Yep, and both of those games will be at Suncorp Stadium in Brisbane this coming Sunday. Lots of footy. That Panthers-Rabbitohs match is a rematch of last year's grand final. Lots to play for, lots of footy loose, as you said. It's a great time of year. Australia is through to the Davis Cup quarterfinals for the first time since 2019. They'd already qualified for the quarters before last night's tie against Germany, but top spot in Group C was up for grabs, uh, but loose, the Aussies went down. They did, but as you said, Sam, they'd already qualified, so team captain Leighton Hewitt decided to mix things up. Hewitt rested his top-ranked singles players Alex Diminor and Jason Kubler. They'd play singles in the first two ties, so he gave Max Purcell and Thanasi Kokonakis a crack. Purcell lost in straight sets, but Kokonakis kept the tie alive with a straight sets victory of his own. Purcell then teamed up with Matt Ebden for the doubles, but the Germans were too good, winning the doubles and the tie 2-1. It means Australia will now play the Netherlands in the quarters in Malaga in southern Spain. Yeah, the Aussies are through, but the quarters don't start until November the 22nd. So a bit of a wait now for the Aussies. It's been a few days since that epic Wallabies All Blacks Bledisloe Cup Classic in Melbourne. The controversial finish is still being talked about and loose. Rugby Australia has reportedly sent a letter to World Rugby complaining about the officiating in that match. So the context here is around the decision by French referee Mathieu Reynal to reward the All Blacks a free kick for time-wasting by Bernard Foley with 90 seconds to go and the Wallabies up 37-34. to 34. The All Blacks took a scrum and then scored after the siren to win. A report in The Australian says Rugby Australia is not happy with the refereeing and want answers for World Rugby. Channel 9 released new footage of Wallaby Nick White talking to Reynal after the match and Raynal said he warned Foley twice about time wasting, but White says Foley was in the motion of kicking when the ref blew his whistle and that the decision cost Australia the rugby championship. White's right, the Wallabies need a miracle to win the comp now. Yeah, they need to beat the All Blacks by a bonus point this weekend in Auckland and hope South Africa get no points from their match against Argentina. It's going to be a pretty tough ask. Expect to hear plenty more on this as we get closer to this weekend's game. The world's best road cyclists are in Wollongong on the New South Wales South Coast for the UCI 2022 Road World Championships. The eight-day event started yesterday and loose, and Aussie has already won a medal. It was almost the perfect start for Australia. Grace Brown won at silver in the women's time trial, missing out on gold to Holland's Alan Van Dyke by 12 seconds. It's been a great couple of years for Grace. She came fourth at the Olympics in Tokyo last year, won the gold medal in the time trial at the Com Games in Birmingham, and now has silver at the World Championships. She says she's super happy she had a good day and that the local crowds helped push her on. The men's time trial was won by Norway's Tobias Foss, and the men and women raced on the same time trial track for the first time ever. Foss won in 40 minutes and 3 seconds. Van Dyke won in 44 minutes and 41 seconds. 
yeah, a bit of history there in Wollongong, which is just the second city in Australia to host the World Champs after Geelong in 2010. Uh, the racing continues today until September the 25th. Watch it on Stan Sport, and some events are on Channel 9's free-to-air channels. It's estimated that more than a million people have visited the Queen's coffin in the past week ahead of her funeral in London today. Uh, One of those people is England football legend David Beckham and Luce. He queued up for 12 hours to pay his respects. Yeah, Beckham could have actually skipped the queue as a VIP, but he lined up like everyone else because he says it's an experience that's meant to be shared together. He says he joined the queue around 2.15am on Friday morning, thinking it'd be a bit quieter, but admits he got that slightly wrong. The line (laughs) went for kilometres, so he passed the time by sharing stories with those around him, eating Pringles and sherbet and donuts, and of course, (laughs) plenty of coffee. And when he got to Westminster Hall, it looked like he wiped away a tear before he paid his respects to the Queen. He was there for less than 10 seconds before leaving, probably to get back into bed or at least have a sit down. Yeah, I reckon. He said his back was a bit stiff after queuing for 12 hours. Uh, We feel his pain loose. Time for Catch This. And last Friday, we told you about a pair of 13-year-olds breaking records playing senior football in the UK and Australia. Well, it's happened again. This time, it's Ethan Winery. He's 15 and he's become the youngest player ever to play in the Premier League. He came on for Arsenal in stoppage time in their 3-0 win over Brentford overnight. Jeez, these kids are doing it young, loose. Uh, how about you? Well, I was there yesterday for the AFLW game between the Lions and Melbourne at Casey Fields, and the Lions beat Melbourne for only the second time ever and the first time since 2017, so it was a great top-of-the-table clash in the AFLW. Yeah, the Lions now out on top all by themselves. Uh, All right, before we go, the answer to today's trivia question brought to you by the Footy Live app. Download that for your AFL finals, live scores, news and stats. Luz, we're asking, who was the last Carlton player before Paddy Cripps to win the Brownlow medal? You said this person started their career at West Coast. Who was it? It was Chris Judd. Chris Judd, he won a Brownlow with West Coast and then he won one with Carlton in 2010. Uh, All right, that is us done. Big show wrapped up for you today. Luce and I will be back with you tomorrow. Have a great day. We'll catch you then.